Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mouseworld Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner specializing in vacation destinations all over the world. From frequent theme park getaways to annual family cruises to once-in-a-lifetime epic worldwide adventures, we can help you make those dreams a reality. At Mouse World Travel, we focus on quality vacations to provide guests with the most optimal experience. Our agents treat each trip as if it were their own, which means a special, personalized vacation just for you. Our agents provide concierge-level service during the vacation planning process, including offering recommendations to fit your family's needs, such as help choosing hotel or dining locations, suggesting add-ons or extras that we think your family might enjoy, offering tips and tricks to make the most out of your vacation, and answering questions to help you plan efficiently. Some of our more popular vacation destinations include cruise lines such as Norwegian and Royal Caribbean, all-inclusive destinations such as Sandals and Beaches, Universal Parks and Resorts, and of course the various Disney destinations, which include the theme parks, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, and Alani. There's something for everyone, and no matter what type of vacation you're looking for, an expert agent at Mouse World Travel will help you get there. And I'm Katie. And you're listening to Rope Drop and Park Hop. Hi. It's seven degrees. Seven? Yeah. It's balmy. It is balmy. That is <laughs> that is nice. It was negative one when I was in my car on the way here. So yep. it's warming up fast, friends. The sun is out. Uh, it says, though, feels like negative three because we have 10 mile per hour wind gusts. Yes. And it our, was it was negative 15 this morning. We were so close. So close. The, so we got an email yesterday from our superintendent, Dr. Bub. And he told us that they'd cancel school. Well, they'd consider. They maybe would. Yes. They would consider canceling school if the temperature with wind chill was negative 20. Mm-hmm. It was not. It was five degrees off. Dang it. My kids were sad. Were yours? Sure. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> did they try to talk you into letting them stay home? No. Oh, mine did. No. Mine, Although, mine know better. Uh, the one who did not really seem concerned was Asher. Funny story. Interestingly enough. Interestingly enough. And also... <laughs> That's because he had already emailed everybody at the school. <laughs> he wasn't going through you. He skipped you. <laughs> There's a backstory. But he, I woke up this morning and I come downstairs and he has our little coffee table. He has a spread. He has, he's made himself hash browns. He's made Ooh. himself eggs. He has a little personal teapot. Mm-hmm. He got it for Christmas and then he got like a variety of teas. So he has his little personal teapot. He's got his creamer. He's got. Did he have Mrs. Nesbitt sitting across from him, too? Nearly. (laughs) That's so cute. He wanted to have a warm, full belly before he went out into the frigid. I walked into the living room. I was like, what is happening? He had like a spread. Please tell me you got a picture. I did. Okay, good. I totally did. It made me laugh so hard, though. He's such a little character. Mm -hmm. Um, Backstory, real quick. Years ago, three years ago, 2021, my husband and I both got COVID. We tested for COVID at the same time. And it was when you're, everybody still had to stay at home for five days, mm-hmm. right? 
So I kept my kids home. Unbeknownst to me, Asher emails like all of his teachers and his principal to tell them that he has COVID. And so I get a phone call on day two of us being, you know, hungry down. Quarantined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they said, hey, we're just calling because we're keeping track of numbers for the Central District Health. And, you know, we heard Asher, Asher tested positive for COVID. And I was like, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, it also had, where'd you hear that? And they're like, oh, he sent an email blast to everybody. So Asher also apparently emailed Dr. Bub one time and asked him for a snow day. Uh (laughs) It didn't work, but hey, keep dreaming, kid. Everybody needs an Asher. (laughs) That's really cute. He's a funny kid. Okay, well, shall we talk about some news? Actually, no, let's read a review first, and then we'll talk about some news. So this one comes from Phantasmic 4. I like it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's favorite Disneyland podcast, five stars. Love this Disneyland podcast, one of the best. Perfect for newbies, but also super fun and informative for seasoned veterans like me. A great way to get my Disneyland fix while learning new tips and tricks that are helpful for everyone. I look forward to it every week. I also love the episodes with the kids, too. Thank you, Aaron and Katie. Well, thank you, Fantasmic Thank you very much. Do you want to know something that I was, like... I've shared this tip a couple times online in the last week that I think people really don't know that I'm going to share with everybody right now. Random, by the way, but since we share tips and tricks. Yes. Did you, you know this, but I bet there's at least one person listening who doesn't know this. You cannot take liquid through TSA. Right. But you can take ice through TSA. Yes. So if you guys ever are taking a water bottle so that you can get through the security checkpoint and then fill it with water... You can fill that water bottle with ice before you leave, or you can do like a Costco water bottle and freeze that and take that in your bag. Okay. As long as you don't have liquid, you can take ice through TSA. Which is so weird. Arbitrary to yeah. me, right? I What's agree. the difference? Maybe the <laughs> the B O M B chemicals don't freeze. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Little little spoiler alert, we have a review coming up in a week or two mm-hmm. that uh is one star. But it's a nice review. So I don't know if they're trying to keep us humble or give us a heart attack. Give us a heart attack or if it was a mistake. But if you think that might be you, <laughs> feel free to edit it. Yeah, feel free to go back and change that. Because you're hurting <laughs> It's our, really funny. You're hurting our rating. Because we were just, just looking ahead and saw that <laughs> it pop up. It was funny. Okay. News. So the Sketchpad Cafe is officially open in. Pixar Place. Pixar Place, which is not officially Pixar Place until the 30th, right? Two weeks from today? Yeah. Why on that's, a Tuesday? I don't know. And then why why on the 30th and not the 31st? That's, that's very random. Good job, Disney. Is it the 30th and not the 31st? I think so. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, yeah. The Sketchpad Cafe is open, and that means we've got two dining options over there. Great Maple and Sketchpad, and then the pool bar up at the pool, right? Mm-hmm. Or is that so, the sketch pad? No, the sketch pad is the one that's downstairs. That oh, that we sat uh-huh. and yes, watched where we, Yes, mm-hmm. where they had like a little conference room open behind yeah. it. <laughs> okay. But now which, it's open. Which is interesting. Did you walk through there at all this? Oh, yes, yeah, you did. we did. Did you see it? Uh-huh. And oh. it looked like it was ready to open, but did it wasn't it? open yet. Because when we were there a month ago, mm-hmm. there was nothing. I mean, there was a bar area. It was, there it was and completed, tables. but it was completed yeah. when we were there before. Right. I just mean like it didn't look ready to open at gotcha. all. Gotcha. Like there wasn't stuff behind the counter. Right. It didn't look like it was a month away from opening. To me, I guess things move quickly at the end. Yeah, once they decide it's time. 
Anyway, that's nice to have all of that over there. I really it love is. that hotel. It's I cute. would love to try and stay there sometime soon to try it out. Me too. Because I love the idea of that private entrance into DCA. Um, the theming is really cute. Uh, walking by, there's still quite a few rooms under construction that have the like plant, you know, the the schematics or whatever for the room yeah. taped up on the window. So you can, t- I would say it looks like 50% of the rooms are still under construction. So I think our theory was that they would open with half of the rooms done and then continue to work on the other half. Looks like that's what they're doing. I'm curious. I'm curious yeah. to see what happens. I mean, they opened the sketch pad in a mm-hmm. month. Let's see what happens in the next two weeks. I have a client staying at Pixar Place twice in the next couple of months, mm-hmm. once in February, once in March. And I have one opening weekend that's mm-hmm. going to be there. So we'll we'll let you know. We'll we will check in with posted, them and yeah. Yeah, ask how it went. Yeah. Okay. Magic Keys. <laughs> Hot they topic. Came, then they went. Yes. The line in the Esplanade at the ticket booths was insane. I wonder why. Why were people there doing it in person? I mean, upgrading, but you can do that through the app. Yeah. And I know there were a couple of extenuating circumstances where you would need to go to the ticket booth, like if you were using gift cards right. or... If you were upgrading or I don't know. But, but for that line. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, they went on sale. They ha- Of course, Disney IT had their typical Disney IT issues. There was mm-hmm. a queue. The website crashed, of course. You can't have anything happen for Disney online if, we- if the website doesn't crash. So website crashed. There was a long queue all day long. Yep. And then they said that they were going to cut sales at 10 o'clock. Each evening. Uh, it didn't, didn't make it that it long, It made it right? to like 6 p.m., I right. think, and then they were sold out. Uh, the, Except Imagine. Yes. So Imagine is left. Everything else is sold Not out. Imagine. Is it Imagine? Inspire? Yeah, it's Imagine. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you said it. I wrote it down. Have fun editing this episode. <laughs> I'm not editing that part. That would be funny. <laughs> it starts with an I. Yes. And it's for California the, residents only. Yes. The one that we're super jealous of. Yes. Except for your blackout dates. Yeah, your I don't love your blackout dates. Are dates. Not great. <laughs> uh, it only is for zip codes 90000 through 93599. So it's limited to a very specific group of Southern California mm-hmm. residents. So not only do you live in a beautiful place with perfect weather, you also get past payments. How does it feel? Good to for you. Be God's favorite <laughs> is what I'd like to know. Uh, okay. So anyway, that's the deal with magic keys. If you wanted one, too bad. Also, They're gone. Hold on. Side note. So when I was driving my girls, my older Kenley and her friends to school this morning, somehow one of them texted Asher about his breakfast. Okay. Asking how his breakfast was. And somehow Lyndon had his phone. And I don't really know what they were talking about, but all of a sudden, Sarah, Kenley's friend, starts laughing and she said, Lyndon just texted me. I love that for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Southern Californians who have great weather and uh-huh. good discounts to Disneyland. Oh, and you can make payments. I love that for you. I do, too. <laughs> it's expensive for you to live there, so I guess you should get some perks. Some trade All right. Tortilla Joe's is closing March 31st. And we kind of knew this was coming since mm-hmm. Paseo and Centrico is coming. And that will be a, a Mexican option. But downtown I feel like Disney. that's kind of more upscale. It is. Maybe they'll have a, a similar type to go kind of counter the okay. way that Tortilla Joe's does. Let's get cranky about this, okay. though. Because how, when did, when did Tortilla Joe's open? 2004. So it's been there 20 years. Mm-hmm. And we're going to just boot you guys out for the new ones. Yeah. The new pretty girl has come into the school, and all of a sudden, we have not got time for yeah. you, Tortilla Joe. Well, and I don't think they're going to demolish that building. Well, maybe they will. I don't know. So don't what know. will go in there? 
And I don't. A lot of people really love Tortilla Joe's and are very sad to see it go. A lot of people are, meh. I don't care if it leaves. But March thirty first will be the last day that you can dine at Tortilla Joe's. But the taqueria is open a little longer. Yes. So till April thirteenth. So the if you're going before will then, be open. the taqueria is reasonably priced. Mm-hmm. Uh, burrito bowls, burritos, quick, nachos, kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, like a quick. little bowl you can mm-hmm. build your own. Mm-hmm. Tasty, fine. Yeah, we're gonna have to eat there when we go. I think so too. Actually, just to say goodbye. I have a reservation for us already. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> Any others you should tell me about? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm all for some chips and salsa and a diet coke. We have more than once stopped and gotten chips mm-hmm. and salsa on our way back to our hotel room at Kalakamamas. So, Kalakamamas, which. Those are good chips and salsa. Yeah. If you need a good chips and, and salsa option. And they're open until like 1 a.m. So yeah. if you are staying across the street somewhere on mm-hmm. Harbor, stop in and grab yourself some chips and salsa. Yes. The water tower is officially up at Tiana's Bayou Adventure, you which I it. did. I have some video of it. Erin will share that later. I'll <laughs> share it with her and she'll share it with you. <laughs> Maybe. Um, it's beautiful. It has a cute little crown on top of it. It's, I was watching. It's coming along. Fresh Baked yesterday, one of his... Uh, what is what does he call them? Disneyland Report, mm-hmm. whatever. Anyway, the construction report yes. or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I'm curious the backstory on those because he sits at his little desk and he narrates everything. But does he just stand and take like random video and zoom in on everything while he's there? Because man, he gets some good footage. Yeah, but he was comparing the concept drawing mm-hmm. to what's happening actually, mm-hmm. and there's some little. I assume that they're probably not glass, but they look like colored glass. Uh, bottles okay that are hanging in the opening to the drop okay so he can zoom in and in the concept art you can see that um mama odie mm-hmm. is somewhere near a bunch of colorful bottles and okay. so he's kind of speculating that mama odie is going to be right up there at the top okay she's cheering you on to the yes. drop that's fun but these cute little colorful bottles are hanging like that's bright colorful bottles are super hanging. fun so there's a lot of progress happening and that yeah. water tower is so cute it is so cute and i the shape of the mountain has completely changed it's, and the flora mm-hmm. i love all the greenery yeah that it's put gonna in. be so pretty it'll be a good addition it's gonna be really pretty i still am wondering what will happen to the rest of critter country i can't imagine that it will stick around much longer it's going to all just be swallowed up by New Orleans yep. Square. But what happens to Winnie the Pooh? That's what I'm wondering. Can we just, we talked about this before, just throw some Mardi Gras beads on Pooh, right? We could do that or give him a lightsaber. There you go. He can be absorbed <laughs> into Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> when, he's, when he's tumbling through his dream, he can just be there you wielding go. a lightsaber. There you go. And I, I mean, I love the Hungry Bear. We don't eat there very often. Right. It's kind of like a little forgotten restaurant back there but it would be fun to have that one rethemed i'm gonna do to a fit the tiana theme better all right haunted mansion construction so the queue construction the to the i don't know what direction that is east mm-hmm. of the building mm-hmm. is already underway there were walls up completely while i was there which changed the flow of how the queue was set up it's closing officially on january 22nd so that's a temporary thing but um yeah it's underway here it goes no more regular Haunted Mansion until 2025. Right. Yeah. And we we went on Haunted Mansion once mm-hmm. the whole time we were there because it felt weird to go on the Nightmare Before Christmas version after Christmas. I didn't Did love it. it. Yeah. Didn't. It just, it felt like leaving your Christmas decorations up till February, Mine. which, Mine are still up. by the way, I have a tree still up. There were tons of Christmas decorations still up around the parks. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Like all of the... Garland on the buildings was still up, not the ones across the street, obviously. Right. And the trees were down in the parks, but 
The castle still the snowy. The castle was still snowy. There were still quite a few icicles, too, on the castle. I mean, me Christmas it felt trees. A little bit maybe weird. they're waiting for me to take my Christmas tree down. Maybe. I every like, Erin, we'll wait for you. Every weekend, I'm like, this is the weekend. But here's the thing. I actually really love my Christmas tree light. Yeah, the glow. Yes. More than, like, my lamp light. Yeah. I totally get that. I left some of my twinkle lights up on my, like, fake plants just to keep that glow. And we still have our lights up on our house, too, which... Heath keeps saying, we need to turn those off so they're not coming on at night. And I was like, nope, it's there's so much snow outside. It yeah. just still works. And yeah, it's fine. let's be festive. Yeah. My in-laws had permanent ones installed on their house. Nice. And so they can change them. So you could get those put on your house and then they could just be like blue on Duke game nights. Yes. Heath, <laughs> Heath, got an idea for you. <sighs> Jack and I actually talked about that the other day. We were trying to decide if that was fun or not or mm-hmm. if it would get old like you know how it's kind of special to have christmas lights on your house just at christmas yeah like but it would be really fun to change them for game days yeah, i agree there are quite a few houses around us that have the permanent, the permanent ones. ones yeah yeah yep. all right march 26th tickets for the d23 expo on august 9th through 11th will go on sale it's if, in anaheim this year mm-hmm. so if you are interested in that mark your calendars do you have to be you have to be a D23 member to buy tickets? I think so. There's yeah. a free membership and then yeah. there's gold which is like 100 bucks a year, right. I believe. It's much cheaper than the Run Disney membership. Yes. <laughs> yes, this one's actually reasonable. Yeah. Um I don't we were just talking about this. I don't think we're going to go. I wish we could. Yeah, it's right before school starts. And it's Katie just, has another trip planned the week right. before. Yeah, so it might just be really hard to fit that in, but we'll see. I really would love to go to one of these someday, but they're only in Anaheim every other year. And then they have the D23 destinations mm-hmm. in Orlando opposite years. So odd years. Right. Uh, that one isn't as exciting. I feel like this is the one where they announce the big excitement. Are they going to talk about refurbishing Tomorrowland That's this time? That's what I hope. <laughs> Fingers crossed. They never will. Is the Astro Orbiter, how long is the Astro Orbiter down for? We don't know. Forever. It's, is that a winter 2024 reopening? Yes, that's, that's the, the winter one. 2024, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, got it. Because it's gone. It's it gone. It is gone. straight gone. So. Um, yeah. So D23, go. Yeah. I really do want to go someday. <laughs> oh, uh, there's you've got some, more. There's some stuff coming up that if you have trips planned, just be aware of them. Some of these, <laughs> some of these won't impact your trip much. Some of them, ugh. Uh, so Villains Day is February 4th. That's my wedding anniversary. Nice. Uh, that is a day where people bound as their favorite Dylans and take uh, Dylans. Stalk around the park. Favorite villains, not Dylans. Dylan villains. Who is your favorite Dylan? <laughs> this is the, this Dylan is McDermott. The, this is the perfect conversation after last night. Well, we just saw him last night we on the Emmy. We watched him on the Emmys. Um, okay, anyway, Villain Day. <laughs> Not, not Dermot Mulroney. Nope. He's not your favorite Dylan. Well, he's not a Dylan. <laughs> USA National Spirit Convention. This is the one that I'm like, ooh. It's going to be February 16th through February 18th. It will not ruin your trip. Don't cancel your trip. It'll There's just, just going to be a lot of perky teenagers yes, running around. Yes. So just be prepared for that. Be prepared. Take your uh, happy pills before you go to the park. And, take, and your patience pants. Take some dum-dum suckers. There you go. <laughs> if they Pass start getting out. obnoxious, just give them a dum-dum. There you go. Uh, Adventureland Day is March 3rd. There is a, oh, before that, the day before, there is a mini gay day. 
So there's gay days at Disneyland. This is apparently a mini version mm-hmm. of that. It's like having a half birthday. Yes. <laughs> On uh, March 2nd, March 3rd is Adventureland Day and March 10th is Mermaid Day. And, and then, then the spring break crowds will start. Yep. So be ready for that. Yep. And then Lunar New Year, we've talked about it just a tiny bit. Uh, January 23rd is when it starts. It mm-hmm. runs through February 18th. We have menus. We'll read them in a couple weeks yeah. to you guys. <laughs> You're welcome. Something to look forward to. A um, delicious dish. And then... Delicious Disney dish. The D- Disney delicious... I was going to add a couple more Ds, Dylan. I can't. Dylan. <laughs> Dylan's Disney... Di- Dis- Dylan's delicious Disney dish. There you go. Triple Ds. Yes. No, quadruple Ds. It's a lot of Ds. Whoa. <laughs> Well, we can't do triple D. That's already taken. That's right. <laughs> Flavor Town. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that's going to be happening. And there's a little pre-show for World of Color 1 that you mm-hmm. might be interested in. Just keep it on your radar. Yeah. And I think that is it. Okay. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, Katie, get your pictures out. I got it. So your old, My timeline is ready. So your old brain can remember what you did this week. <laughs> your old cold brain. Let's my, first discuss My brain it. that was up at 3.30 every morning for four <sighs> days straight. <laughs> I've only done it the one time when we went to Orlando last year. And mm-hmm. man. It's, it's rough. It's rough. It's really rough. We were very grateful for mid-afternoon naps every day. Oh, and it was not warm. No, it was not warm. You were freezing. I was. I wore my winter coat every day. Did you see the picture? <laughs> it was really cold here. It was. So, and she comes home. Our friend Betsy's still there. She comes home today, and I was Marco Poloing her this morning, and I said, "Get ready for like a seventy degree temperature drop when you get home today, because it's Man, cold." That's how you get sick. I know that kind of a swing. That's when you want to just stay home. So dumb. Kay. Okay. So we got there the evening of the tenth. We walked around downtown Disney for a little bit, and then we decided to try Great Maple for the first time, which Aaron and I were going to try it last time we were there. We kind of just, we pivoted and did some other things, but. You sat inside, I'm sure. We did sit inside, yeah. Because ain't no way you The outside, outside wasn't even open. Oh, wasn't? That's how cold it was. See? Okay. If even Great Maple thinks it's too cold for the outside, you would I'm not in. that far off. You would fit in down there perfectly. I would. You really would. <laughs> with your parka. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we really enjoyed it. It was did great. You? Yeah. What did you it get? It was great maple. I got that it was like a veggie chicken bowl, except I substituted steak. Mm-hmm. So, and it was yummy. It was like cauliflower and shaved Brussels sprouts. And then the steak was really nicely done. Um, there was like a cauliflower hummus that was on the bottom of the bowl that was really yeah. yummy. Okay. It was very tasty. And we tried the garlic Parmesan truffle fries. So good. That was my favorite thing. It was. By far. Yes. And what then. What did he have? He had a shrimp pasta bowl. 
You did not have any of that. No, I did not. Mm-mm, and then we also up. tried the portobello fries. Mm-hmm. Um, eh, they were fine. Okay. I wouldn't probably get them again. Did you do They were desserts? fun to try. No. I really had on my mind that we were going to try the, the maple bacon donuts. Yes. But, which is their signature, right? right. Like the thing that they're known for. Um, but by the time we were done eating, I was full and that's a lot of sugar and flour for me. <laughs> so... <laughs> I kind of had regrets. I wished that I had tried the fried chicken and donuts. Okay. Just to say, just to try it, because it sounds so yummy. But I... will go back. I was running a race in a day and a half from then, and so I didn't... You wanted to I be in, like, your peak right. position. I don't want to feel yucky. Peak physical quality yes. for Katie. So I was trying to be good. Staying away from the gluten. So, yeah, next time. Okay. Next time we will splurge and do that. It's really cute. Is it so it's cute so inside? It's so cute, yes. And it's almost always got availability. Anytime I pull up the app to look for reservations... You know, it's always got like 10 openings that it's same day. It's kind of day. like a really fringe location. Yeah, it's true. It's out of the way. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to know about it. And yeah, you have to go out of your way to get there unless you're staying there. So anyway, I would recommend it. It's a great little spot. So it's worth the trek. I think so. Okay. Yeah. And it's so like the outside seating is really cute if it's warm enough. I feel for them like to open that up. they should open it and turn the heaters on. Yeah. I think maybe when they're busier, maybe they would. Or maybe when the sun is out. Maybe. Um, anyway, went to bed. We, oh, we stayed at the Disneyland Hotel. I don't know if I mentioned that. I don't think you did, but. We, I checked in while we were on the plane, mm-hmm. so that was nice, and our room was ready by the time we got there. We were in the Adventure Tower, which is probably my favorite. I think the Adventure Tower is my favorite tower. Is it? It's because it's closest to the park entrance, right, or to okay. downtown Disney, so it's a nice, easy walk. Did you have a pool view? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep, I think I did. remember the picture. Yes, and we were on kind of a lower floor, but it was perfect because I could hear the ambient music from our room, which I love that. That's really? one of my favorite things. Like, you can hear, and they're playing, you know, Jungle Book and all the adventure type songs right there in that area. So, anyway, so that's, that was good. It was a good view. Um, I love, like, the tiki torches are all lit up at night, and the pool is glowing. There were plenty of people swimming in that pool. Not you. No, and I talked to a couple on the elevator at one point that were you know, in their swimsuits and robes. And I just said, you're crazy. And they were like, they, they have the pool heated up so high that it's actually really lovely. Really? And the hot tub is really nice. And so... That's good to know. Yeah. So if it's cold enough outside, they're heating it pretty pretty high. I We've been in that pool before. I don't remember it feeling that warm, but not when Compared it's cold outside, outside yeah. right? So uh, Betsy, our friend, did a split stay. So she did part-time at the Disneyland Hotel. Mm-hmm. And then she is doing the second half. She comes home today, like I mentioned, but they were at the Grand Californian. Mm-hmm. And they've used both pools quite a bit. Yeah. And so I'm guessing it must be relatively must comfortable. Be pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was one point where we were walking through the gift shop and he was super tempted to just grab a pair of swim trunks. We didn't bring any with us because I didn't. I thought, you know, it's cold. There's right. no way we're hopping in the pool. But right. We were. He was we ready were, to go. Yes, we were somewhat tempted to grab some. You weren't tempted. Some, you would have sat on the yes. on the seat in your parka the entire time and watched him frolic about in <laughs> right. the warm pool. Correct. With his turkey leg. <laughs> uh, so since we stayed at a resort hotel, we obviously got early entry mm-hmm. on Thursday morning. So we started. We left the room at seven ish. Okay. Got to the front gate and through, I I mean, the lines were gone by the time we got up to the gate. We okay. must have sauntered over, I don't know, or maybe we left after seven. Okay. <laughs> but. Whatever. We didn't have to wait in the line to get in, and we just walked straight through the, the entry for resort guests once you get through the gates is to the right as you're headed toward Tomorrowland. So 
Tomorrowland and Fantasyland are the only lands that are open for early entry. Okay. Um, we walked right onto Space Mountain, rode that. Um, then we walked through Fantasyland, and I had a harebrained idea that we were going to try and make Rise work because okay. we've talked before about how the early entry people have a little bit of a jump start yep. by being able to line up back there in Fantasyland to go that back path. So um, we were probably, mm, there were probably like 30 or 40 people lined up already back there at Fantasyland to rope drop. And a cast member came through and said, just so you'll know, Rise is not opening with park opening. And we don't know how long it will be before it opens. And so the crowd kind of dispersed. We pivoted. pivoted. We did pivot. And we went and did Mr. Toad. Because Fantasyland at this point is basically dead, dead, right? Everybody's done everything. Yes. So we did Toad. We did Alice. Those were both walk-ons. We did the Matterhorn, also a walk-on. Which um, side did you get? The right side. Good. Yes. And I have to apologize to the Matterhorn. Oh, no. I rode it twice this time, and it was lovely both times. I did not feel any back cracking, no headache, nothing. I don't know I feel like what this, the difference is. I feel like this is like a, an early apology. I feel like you should sit on that for just a minute. <laughs> because... But I gave it two times. I, know, I thought, well, but... maybe it'll be worse the second time. And I don't know if it, maybe because it's cold outside like, like it's smooth. different maybe <laughs> it's all contracted and or smooth. maybe I've just figured out how to make my body loose and <laughs> let it go <laughs> I did write in the very front both times and I'm wondering if that made a difference oh I feel like it's way worse in the back yeah so, so maybe. maybe front row anyway I just kind of felt like I owed an apology to the poor Matterhorn we're so down on it all the time but we still try it every time <laughs> we do <laughs> But it was great. Um, we ran back to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, also a walk-on, did Big Thunder. Which, what time were you back at Mickey and Minnie's? Oh, probably by about 8.45, 9-ish. Yeah, I feel like about an hour after the park mm-hmm. opens, that initial rush has cleared through, yep. and it's usually pretty easy to get on back there. Yep. Um, Big Thunder. Wait, what did, that was, oh no, that wasn't Heath's first time riding it. Mm-mm, no. I forgot. He's been on it at Disney World, too, before mm-hmm. it Does opened Does he think that this here. one's better? Yes. Yeah. This we one's love this one. It's, it's so, so cute. cute. Super cute. Yeah. Uh, pirates. Uh, we did a little bathroom break. Did, wait, is that when you got stuck on pirates? No. Oh. oh stand by. It's coming. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, and then we did Haunted Mansion. I, we did Lightning Lane for Haunted That was the first Lightning Lane we pulled was for Haunted Mansion. So these were all standby and walk-ons. Uh, we paused for a Waffle Cristo to try that. That was really good. Did you like it? I did. It was, I mean, it was not like a hearty breakfast by any means. It was more of like a little snack. Okay. And um, Heath needed to take a work phone call at that point. So we sat and hung out for a minute. Um, Lightning Lane Indy had some lunch breakfast at Bengal Barbecue. So oh, yes. right at like 1030. Needed a we little were ready. Mm-hmm. So we mobile ordered for that. We walked through the treehouse. We had another little potty break. And happened to be walking by Rise just as it was opening Perfect. and had a five-minute wait to Shut get on the Rise of the Resistance. Door. And this is all by 1130, you guys. Like, we had all of this done. The park was empty. And we decided we were going to go back to the hotel. Well, so I had pulled a virtual queue for the Run Disney Expo merch shop, mm-hmm. which was crazy town. Uh, at 7 that morning, I'd pulled a virtual queue, and it told us we had, like, a 300-minute wait or okay. something like that. By by this point, I think it said we had 90 minutes left, so we were like, we'll walk back to the hotel, because it said to be back once it said 60 minutes. Okay. So as we're leaving the park, hordes of people coming in. It got to the park. super busy right around noon. 
is when everybody showed up. So we so. talk about this frequently, frequently mm-hmm. enough that it's in our name. Exactly. Rope dropping is amazing it because is. you get all the people who sleep in coming yep. in. 11 o'clock noon, you can get so much done those first couple of so hours. So much. And like I said, we'd only used two lightning lanes by this point. Right. So everything was just, yeah, so nice and walk on. Uh, so we went back to the hotel. We went to the expo for a little bit, walked around the booths. Our time still wasn't up. We had purchased a couple of things at booths, um, some magnets for our running bibs. Mm-hmm. And I think I got a headband. Okay. Running headband. It's cute. Did, Did you see it? No, I saw you had new, little Mickey's on it. I saw your new ears, though. Yes, cute ears. Did you ears. get those at the expo? Yes. So once we took that stuff that we'd bought back to our room, mm-hmm. then our time got called for the merch shop. And we walked back. They scan your QR code, and you get in another line. It was probably 20 minutes long, the, the next line that we okay. got in. And then they just kind of slowly were letting people trickle in okay. to where the merch was. And it was... Like Black Friday on steroids. People just ripping things off of the racks and hoarding them. And because you could only buy, I think, two items per person, two, you know, of each kind of item per person. But sizes were going super fast. There was a running jacket that everybody was just like gaga over. It's it's really cute. It was $100. I was like, I'm not spending $100 on a running jacket. That's crazy. But yeah. And so. There were plenty of ears. There were not very many water bottles left. There was not that much merch, to be honest. Like, they had specific merch for each category of race, right? So there were T-shirts and whatever for a 10K and T-shirts for the half marathon. And um, I don't know. Like, you know how Black Friday is? It it brings out the worst in humanity. That's kind of how I felt. There were just, there were people sitting around on the ground everywhere just holding all of this merchandise. That's really, I mean... Not surprising. I know. It was really weird. I just didn't love it. So we got in, got what we wanted, and got out. Yeah. I was thinking about this, and actually I was going to say this when we were talking about Magic Keys being released. Mm -hmm. I feel like Disney does this to themselves. Oh, for sure. Like, they create this scarcity Mm -hmm. mentality for people, and people act like crazy people. Mm -hmm. And I think the same thing happens with, like, Oogie Boogie Bash, Magic Key. I just feel like if they w- Magic Key, if they would just let it be open, right? I really feel like it wouldn't be the crazy situation it is right, right. now. Right, and maybe them creating scarcity is a bump in sales for them, maybe. and that's why they do it. But I really feel like they would sell the same amount just it over a longer so, period of time, yeah, right? It wouldn't be so bananas, yeah, all the time with everything Disney. Yeah, Dear it Disney. feel it just feels so icky to me sometimes. I agree. Like, it just feels like this. I don't know, like a consumerism gone bad yeah it's really yucky but so you didn't hoard anything and hide it (laughs) on the floor with your piles of stuff (laughs) I did so I had another friend was there and her queue was about 20 minutes after ours it got called back so I did hold one size of each of a jacket for her so that she could look at them and know which one that she wanted to get but it was nice. That was you. the only holding I did. And you two held, jackets. And you held some cute ears. I did. For your own little <laughs> noggin. And I got myself a magnet for my car. I don't know if I'll put it on or not. My magnet It'll seemed get to get stolen, stolen around mm-hmm. here. I'm so sad. I had the cutest rainbow Mickey magnet for the longest time. Oh, yeah. oh no, it was a rainbow in a castle. Yeah. Uh, the Disneyland castle. Yep. And I have not been able to find it since. Somebody stole it. Makes me sad. I wonder if it's on eBay somewhere. Probably. I need to go look. Go look. Mercari. <sighs> so that was our Thursday. <laughs> 
<laughs> we did go back to the park for a little bit. We went to California Adventure next and did a few rides. Ate at San Francisco. Um, I think that was it for Thursday. We went to, oh, we went and met an awesome listener at Splitsville. To meet. To meet. Thank you so much. It was so kind of him to come up and meet us and hang out with us for a little bit. It was just an awesome experience. He's the best. He's a good guy. He's yeah. on our Patreon, so we've gotten to know him there. You've booked some trips for yes. him. He got us ears. Yes. Sweetest thing ever. He's the nicest. Yes. Thanks, Sumi. It was amazing. Um, and then it was kind of early to bed because I was racing in the morning. And I never want to set an alarm for 3.30 again. Stupid. The rest of my life. There were a lot of people that set theirs for earlier than that. I mean, I know if you're running a longer distance, like you want to be awake for a minute to get your stomach settled and get some some food in it or whatever. Right. But for me, for a 5K, I was just fine with waking up and walking over. <laughs> so where was the... Okay, so let's talk about this. Because yeah. we weren't sure going into this weekend if they were going to open security, mm-hmm. open the Esplanade for people. Your starting point was... Where? Right, right in the park. So we scanned, or not scanned, we had our, our bibs on, right? Mm-hmm. And that was how you got in through the turnstiles. Okay. Was they would check your bib and make sure you had a 5K bib. So I had on many layers, and I ended up handing my layers to Heath, and he had to leave me then. Oh. So he, he couldn't come through then. the turnstiles, huh? Nope. You oh, had to have a running bib on to get through. When... So was he able to, where were spectators? So spectators went in through, do you know, to the right of the last World of Disney entrance. So the west side of World of Disney. Okay. There's like a big. and it's Yes. And it's got the 100th anniversary stuff on it right now. Between Starbucks and World of Uh Disney. Yep. Yeah. So that was open for spectators to go in and then they kind of held them by the Little Mermaid. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. So. That was it? The only place to go watch. Yeah. Yeah. Lame. That's right. Yeah. So we ran by them at Little Mermaid and cut back through Paradise Pier. And then the finish line was kind of by Goofy Sky School. And okay. then you could go find your people once you were through okay. the finish line. So I thought it worked out okay. And yeah, it was really fun to have that little extra boost of people cheering and cowbells and all of that going and signs. Yeah. And yeah I thought that was pretty but fun. But also, though, like it would be really fun to have them at the starting line cheering you on, too. Sure. Yeah, I I know. there was enough excitement at the starting line that I felt like it was fine. Okay. It was good. So you're, you started in Disneyland. Yes. Worked so your way through. I was in the D Corral. Okay. I don't, I think we were the last one. Okay. Um, they had the, the wheeled athletes start first. So people in wheelchairs are on, you know, with, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? People with disabilities that needed wheeled transportation okay. for their race. So okay. they had them start first, first which makes total sense to me because <laughs> get a lot of flat tires right? from that. Um, and then so as we, I was kind of in D Corral tucked back towards the flagpole okay, in the middle of town square. And then as each corral started, we would move forward. And then the stage and the starting line was actually just before the Matterhorn. So in between the castle and the Matterhorn. They had a big balloon arch. They had a stage with the the announcers or whatever, and then a big old Pluto's doghouse right by the castle. And they did fireworks for us. And it as was we very started. I it saw. was so my the five k was Pluto's. Okay, and so everything was kind of dog themed. They had little clues or I don't know how to describe it. It was just like little sayings, little dog sayings. That were Disney themed throughout. throughout on little bone signs. That's cute. It was really cute. Um, 
the characters we had were Bolt and Goofy and Max. Which Bolt would be fun. Bolt was so cute. He's a lesser seen character for sure. Goofy and Max. Underrated. There's a lot of debate on whether they're dogs or cows. <laughs> Apparently they're dogs. The answer has been given to us thanks to the Disneyland 5K. Uh, anyway, uh, Cruella was out. Um, they had a police dog. Like a real police dog that you could stop and take a was picture it, it was with. It one of the security dogs, mm-hmm. right? Yep, the exactly. Dogs. Yes, mm-hmm. so cute. Um, they had the dog catchers, which was kind of a, I don't know, like a, a barbershop quartet, kind of like the Dapper oh, Dan's, but, but dog catcher themed. So they had on vintage. They were kind of DCA Buena Vista Street cute. era, okay. I would say. And then they had little dog catching nets and they sang. And That's cute. I think they might have done the national anthem at the beginning as well. Okay. I couldn't see because we weren't far enough up you at were that back point. By the yes, pole. yes, <laughs> but it was beautiful. It sounded really good. They had projections up on the buildings that were 5K themed, which I'm assuming they did that for the 10K and the half marathon as well. But I wasn't in the parks for that part. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think what else about the race. It was very cold. <laughs> it was a lot. Of, a lot of people walked it. There weren't a whole lot of runners. And so if you wanted to run, you kind of had to dart and weave through the crowd a bit. I felt like the 5K and the 10K seemed like there were fewer participants than the half marathon. The half marathon felt a lot more crowded. Did I read that maybe, I don't know if it was overall, I think it was the half marathon alone had 11,000 participants. That's crazy. I think that's what I read. That is a lot. Especially, I don't know if anybody was following along, but apparently at mile three was a bottleneck in the half marathon, like a standstill. It was in DCA, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bad bottleneck. So Heath's pacing for the first part of the half marathon was very slow. And then all of a sudden he was on fire going super fast. Yeah. I was following a bunch of people and you could hear people were videoing him Mm -hmm. being like, we're just stopped. We can't move. And you heard people around them being like, what is going on? Like, that would be really frustrating. It would be if you're like a serious runner. Yeah, if you're like to, wanting to, yeah. you know, get a good time. Where was it? What was the spot? Which, I mean, it, we can talk about it more as we get there. But where was that spot? I was trying to so see where I it was. So I feel like it was, I'm trying to remember. We'll have to look at the course. But uh, I was standing in the Esplanade kind of like right in front of World of Disney. Okay. So they came through those gates that I told you where the spectators went in for the 5K. So they came out through there, ran across in front of World of Disney and then through the Esplanade into Disneyland from that direction. And it was pretty like I feel like a lot of people were just walking like they were starting to speed up again as they went past me. Every video I saw, I was trying to place it and it Mm -hmm. wasn't super familiar to me and I couldn't easily place it. I bet it was getting into that gate. Probably. That's what I think. it was. Probably. So we'll have to look. Yeah. And I feel like Disney did a really good job of making crossing areas for people to get across. They had a rope system where... You would have um, people crossing, and they would just cross halfway, and they'd have a rope directing the runners to go one way, and they'd switch the rope over, have the runners go the opposite direction, and the people in the middle of the road would be able to cross the rest of the way. Smart. Yeah. That works pretty well. And that was, so 10K morning when I watched him run across there. And I actually got to see, I got to see quite a few people that I knew in the 10K. That was kind of fun to cheer a few people on. That's fun. Uh, And then I crossed and went over to the Manchester parking lot, the beautiful Manchester cast member parking lot. Which is where the 10K and the half marathon started and ended. Yes. And I I have to say it was very cute. They had a lot of, they had big, huge video screens up in there with, you know, balloons and the announcers were keeping it energetic and the music was blaring. And I feel bad for the neighbors that live around that area, but... 
I I mean, it was it was as far as a parking lot goes. They did a good job How judging it up. How close was it to the Grand Legacy Hotel? So th- that was the interesting thing, too, was 10K morning when I walked over there. I From the map, it looked like you just go across the street, right? right. Turn right and then turn left at the Grand Legacy and go right. down there. Well, they had that blocked off. So oh. you couldn't go that way. There was like a little secret entrance to the left of the crosswalk. So I had to turn around, come all the way back. Um, I don't even remember which hotels it was in between, but there was one little cast member stationed there in the dark that you couldn't even see. And I don't know why they didn't have that signs was like, that up. Was like, right. This way, this way. It, <laughs> it felt like a back alley. <laughs> and as we walked down, Psst, you here for the race? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was crazy. <laughs> and then we had to walk across like the the this gated area with a big old ledge. And there's cast members there yelling, watch out, watch your step, watch out. Because I'm sure there were like 10,000 people that tripped over that as they walked past. <laughs> and then you're walking through actual cars. Like and, bobbing and weaving? Mm-hmm, and then they had more security there to get into the parking lot. Weird. Mm-hmm. And it was not, it was the kind of security where you walk through with your stuff held out in front of you, but yes. not like the Disney World ones, okay. not scanners. It just, I don't know. It was very bizarre to me. So this is, uh, we did an episode last week about what Disneyland does better than Disney World. It's not this. Not this. <laughs> but I will say there were a lot of Disney World runners here this weekend that yeah. said they liked the race better here as really? far as the amount of park time. Right. So the 5K and the 10K spent a good mm-hmm. chunk of time in the parks. Like most of the time was in the parks. And if it wasn't in the parks, it was in the back lot area, which, which was, was even cooler. Really yeah. Cool. Super cool. What did you see? We talked so a little about we this. We ran by, um, there was a, a storage area that had the Tower of Terror sign in it. There was the train depot where they store the trains at night. That was kind of fun to run by. They had, I saw somebody that said they were warming a train up. Oh, I didn't notice that, but that's really cool. I don't really know if cool. that was maybe 10K. Day. It might have been. It might have been. Yeah. They had um, a lot of the Magic Happens floats were out for you to do photo ops with. That was really fun. Um, what else did we see? The some of the little characters from A Bug's Life mm-hmm. are stationed That's back right. there. That's right. I saw Hopper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else did we get to see? I don't know. It was just really cool. And we got to do Galaxy's Edge. We came in through the back by the Millennium Falcon, kind of. Okay. At the very beginning. So we ran by the Matterhorn through Toontown out to the backlot area. When we came back into the park, it was into Galaxy's Edge. Okay. And then through the park a little bit more by Haunted Mansion, and then back into Galaxy's Edge again. So that was really cool to get to do Galaxy's Edge twice, mm-hmm. two different areas, and then back out to the backlot area around the back of the park and then towards DCA. That's kind of fun. So, and then we went, we ran, got to run through that tunnel that runs underneath, is it not Catella? We wouldn't, we wouldn't have gone that far. Oh, I did there's see like some a video t- of the tunnel. Yeah, there's a tunnel that's like, I'm sure that that's access for Disney vehicles, right? Probably. Like mm-hmm. maintenance and all of that, but that was kind of fun. And then back through um, behind Guardians is where we so came in. So I heard, I, I followed a few Walt Disney World runners mm-hmm. that were there, and they said, you know, it was very low on photo opportunities because at Walt Disney World, they have all the random characters out right, every mile. Right, but, And so everybody doesn't feel like they need to stop for every character. Right. But at this one, it, but they that, were fewer and farther in between, so the lines were super long for yes, characters. Yes, I heard that. Super long. But they also were happy with all of the, um, because you had so much park time, mm-hmm. you had these amazing spots where you could stop and get like people-less pictures yeah. in front of the castle yeah. and in front of the Wheel of Death and yeah, all was, these different places. I agree. That was a very special feeling. Yeah. I loved that. It was cool. 
so cool. I just, it was such a good experience. You loved it. I did. And so you're a Disney runner now. Yes, but only for three miles. Congrats. That's plenty for me. It's very exciting. (laughs) And then Heath did the 10K and Mm -hmm. the half marathon. Yep. And I, so for the 10K again, I met him at the finish line for the half marathon. I was not going to stand outside for two and a half hours in the cold. So I went back to the hotel and I ordered him some breakfast from room service and kept the room warm for him. You're supportive unless it's cold <laughs> and you're running 13 miles. Then I, so he had to walk himself back all along. He was fine. Oh. We were on the phone for half of it. It's fine. <laughs> and he felt really good. So good. that was a good thing. Um, one thing that I do think Disney could have done a lot better was transportation to and from the starting line from the hotels if you were staying on a resort because that was a long walk. But they did have security open, yes, so you could, so you go could walk through, through. Yes, and that was kind of fun to walk through downtown Disney in when the, there's in the middle there. of the night. There was nobody around, but the music is going, the lights are twinkling. It was kind of magical. That was I fun. That'd be really fun. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I need to t- talk about the races, but I definitely think everyone should put it on their bucket list. Even if you're not a runner, you could totally walk the 5K. The 10K didn't seem to have any pacers. It might have. I didn't notice any. And the half marathon definitely had pacers. So they don't want you to take five hours to get through the race, right? No. They got to have time to get the park open. Yep. And we've talked a little bit about this. The uh, 10K and the half marathon both have balloon ladies. Mm -hmm. Or no. Well, I don't. might not. Yeah, I don't. I didn't see any. The balloon ladies are the end. They're the very last two people to finish. Right. And you're swept if you're behind them. And they do have pacers for each corral. So there's people with flags that mm-hmm. say, like, hey, you're behind the 16-minute mark. So get so going. So there's ways to yeah. do that. Yeah. It looks but anyway, fun. yeah, it is really fun. And you do not have to be a runner to do that part. The uh, I thought this is what I thought was super cool is just what I watched. The marathon or half marathon um, went through the parks, but mm-hmm. then... A good half of it was through the streets of Anaheim, and people like locals yeah, came, came and to set cheer people on. Up. Yes, Somebody's, there were some live bands going. There was a little up trailer uh-huh. built up on their trailer and so parked cute. it and dressed up. I was like, "That's so fun!" Hey guys, our audio decided to cut out at this point, which missed the second half of my recap. However, stay tuned. Next week, we'll have part two coming up. And in the meantime, please make sure you're following us on Instagram at ropedrop.parkhop and on Facebook the same. And please go join our fun discussion group on Facebook called Rope Dropping and Park Hopping. A lot of useful information in there, some fun community. If you haven't already checked out our Patreon, go check that out. We have a lot of fun in there. And lastly, if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That really helps us get seen and get out there to help more people plan awesome Disney trips. See you next week.